Develop a minimum standard that you're going to do every single day, five days a week, Monday through Friday, that with regard to your SOI. And that minimum standard has to be so, so simple and so easy to do. And you know what? The cool thing about it is, Shannon, is, is that when you develop minimum standards in all these areas, you develop confidence. You start to become more confident. You start to become more comfortable doing it. And guess what? It becomes, to use your word, it becomes a habit after three weeks. And then you start wanting to do more of it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Real Estate Rundown. In this episode, we're going to call it Winning in the Real Estate, the Mental Game. But in this episode, we're going to be talking to Chris Stafford, and we're going to discuss how to win in real estate and how to play the best mental game you have. So if you wanted the biggest benefit, an easy to use, do-it-yourself real estate tips and tricks on winning so that your brain can unlock the hacks to motivate yourself, tune in because Chris is going to be giving up some excellent information that is going to motivate you to be the best you can be all the time while you're selling real estate. We're going to learn a couple of things. We're going to learn brain hacks and we're going to learn how to keep your mental game positioned in a place to always put you on top whether you're negotiating a deal or getting a new client. So Chris is going to drop some serious knowledge on us, guys. Be sure you tune in for this next episode of the Real Estate Rundown. Welcome to the RobNet Real Estate Rundown podcast, where Shannon RobNet has handpicked industry experts to discuss all aspects of investing in the real estate world and seeks to help all real estate investors improve their education and their proven strategies to grow their real estate journeys. Now, here's your host. Hey guys, welcome back to the Real Estate Rundown. Today I have the incredible honor of having Chris Stafford on the show. Chris, welcome to the Real Estate Rundown. Hey, thanks so much for having me, Shannon. So Chris, I'm going to give a little bit of a snippet of who you are, what your professional background is, but then I want you to tell us all about it. Uh, but before we get to that, where are you in the world today? San Francisco, California. Okay. How is San Francisco, California as a as a part of the nation and you know nobody can travel right now because of COVID so so we're checking in on our, on our different colonized states how is San Francisco right now? San Francisco is actually the city and county of San Francisco itself is actually doing pretty well because they're super strict in their lockdowns that we were one of the first uh, areas in the country to get to lockdown and they're just very strict about everything so we're doing well. Oh good a little cagey but you know <laughs> so so Chris, you've spent 25 years as a veteran listing agent. You've also been the founder of Agents Unleashed, which is a mastermind and coaching group. Uh, and you've been involved uh, at every level of real estate. Uh, and you've been able to take that and create this mastermind group that helps agents to sell their properties at a profit. It helps buyers to find the best opportunities. The key secrets are business and, and life balance, um, how to make your business thrive through brain hacks. I mean, these, these goodies that I got in my bio here are phenomenal, but I, I know that, I mean, being involved in all that, the best person to tell us about that is you. So give us the overview of how Chris Stafford, the real estate agent, became Chris Stafford, the founder of Agents Unleashed. Well, you know what? Sure thing. Um, but you also forgot charming and good looking. Shannon. Well, you know, I didn't know if they were watching this on video or if they were watching, you know, they were listening to this uh, on Spotify or iTunes. And and the reality is, when you're dealing with me as your as your guest or as your host, every guest looks beautiful. 
There right. you go. There you go. <laughs> I love it. Hey, but um, no, I started right out of college as a CPA. I was a CPA for with PricewaterhouseCoopers. My gosh, for 11 years. Shannon, uh, sometimes I'm not that quick on the uptake. It took me 11 years to figure right. out that I hated it. Absolutely hated it. And a buddy of mine got me into real estate. And actually, it was my real estate agent that sold me my first house in San Francisco. And I knew I was passionate about real estate, so I knew I wanted to go into real estate. And um, he was my mentor. And, you know, that was like, God, I think that was in 1937 that that happened. <laughs> Did you sell toward his place? <laughs> That's right. It feels that long. But no, yeah. So I've been selling here for over 25 years in San Francisco and absolutely just loving it. It's just one of my biggest passions. And it's funny because one of the reasons. You know, I just don't want to give it up. I love selling real estate so much, which from my coaching and mastermind group perspective, they really like that because I'm still in the trenches and I'm still, you know, selling. And so I have some really good information, you know, that's pretty, um, you know, timely. But I just don't want to give it up because it's one of my passions. Well, you know, that that story is it sounds so uh, much like my mother's story. You know, my mom is third generation realtor and we got an email about, 14 months ago, out of the blue at 70 years old, that my mom was hanging up her license and we all had three months to find another place to hang ours, right? Wow. And we were all shocked because we thought even at 70, she was still going to be our broker and still continue to sell real estate. And she she told us, my eyesight's getting bad. I don't want to be grading papers anymore. So you all are on your own. I'm just going to go do what I love the most about real estate. And that's being with the client, being with the, the buyers and the sellers. And, and it was really kind of funny. So here is, you know, I, I can totally identify with, you know, the love of the game. Mm -hmm. And it's not a game. You're, you're in a social environment. You're talking to people about the greatest decision, the biggest decision they're going to make in most of their lives. Mm -hmm. And you're able to bring calm and comfort to that. You're able to help them, you know, do all that kind of stuff. It, it, it provides so many benefits that, that a lot of people forget about because they're getting into real estate because they just see the dollar signs, right? Right. Absolutely. No, that makes total sense. And I think that, you know, they always say follow your passion, work your passion, do all that. And, you know, this is helping people. And I realize this is sort of like a common thread for me is helping people, whether as a CPA, as a real estate agent, or as a coach and a mastermind leader, helping people achieve their greatest and achieve their dreams. I mean, to me, that is the stuff I can live off for days. I love that. I mean, you get it too, because Shannon, you're doing this great show and you're educating so many great people. You get it. I know you do. Yeah. And thanks for doing that. But uh, it's just the greatest feeling. Well, you know, and that's the thing, uh, you know, Chris, I completely agree with you. I mean, you're educating agents because you hate to see somebody with a passion fail, right? The, every, the, everybody's passionate about real estate until they encounter the first roadblock, until they encounter the first hurdle, or they, you know, they run into things and then they're so easily overwhelmed because real estate is not easy. You know, mm -hmm. we make it look easy after, you know, I, you've got 25 years as a uh, listing agent. I got 27 years in construction, you know, and while you argue that it took you 11 years to figure it out, I should have known what my life was going to look like because I come from a building construction family. So I already knew I was going to have all these aches and pains at my age. Right. Mm -hmm. But I still kept with it. But when you see that, you know, it takes a special person, uh, Chris, that says, you know what, I want to make the playing field better. I want to leave this game better off. I want to go in and, and you know, the real estate rundown is about all things real estate because I want people to come in and go, I can identify with that. Don't really need that. Maybe mm -hmm. I got some of this, but 
having that passion to create a place that provides education, a place that people can come to for information mm -hmm. is exactly what the, what the real estate rundown is all about. And so you've got the agent unleashed to create that value. Tell us more about why, first of all, because that's the most important thing we all do in our businesses is provide that why, create that belief in why we're doing what we're doing that lets us get through the hard times. But then tell us more about what it is that makes it something that's so powerful. Well, you know, I think that, you know, you got you hit the nail on the head when you talked about, you know, just helping other people, because, you know, essentially, you're right, the real estate game is difficult. I think a lot of people go into real estate, especially real estate agents, think that thinking that they're just going to eat donuts and at the water cooler and all these leads and listings are going to just drop in their lap, which is not the case. Right. But I think that, you know, we're all entrepreneurs in what we're doing. And entrepreneurs, we're sort of feel we're like working on an island. We don't really, you may have a sales manager, you may be in a mastermind group, but the key is, is that you're working on your own. Right. So I really, truly believe I wrote a book called Massive Abundance, how to create passion, purpose and prosperity in your life. And one of the key tenets in that book is that you need support. We all need support. I mean, I don't care how much money you have, how good looking you are, what, what your skill level is. You need support in this world to really achieve your game, to achieve your goals and your objectives. And so that's why I think that my program, quite frankly, any coaching program is super powerful because you need the support. You need people who are more experienced telling you what to do, how to act, you know, and also to have a shoulder to cry on. You know, about <laughs> I stuff. remember those days. Yeah, remember. exactly, exactly. So, it's, but I want to come back to the point of what's wrong with working from an island? <laughs> well, you've got a beautiful island that you're working from. That's for darn sure. Yeah, but, uh, so, yeah. You know, when you're working on your own and you're sitting, especially now in this COVID environment, we're all working from home and we're not getting out that much. Uh, you know, it's just nice to have somebody else that you can talk to, to help you through your problems, to motivate you, incent you, come up with new ideas. Uh, you know, if you tell me, I, I laugh when people say, well, I can do this on my own. Uh, yeah, you're going to do it on your own, but it's going to take you a lot longer than if you were masterminding or networking with other people, with other coaches to help you and uh, cut that learning curve. Yeah. You know, I remember, uh, you know, when I got my license, I'd had someone in my office that was licensed also uh, for me. You know, uh, my background is I'm a developer and a contractor, but because I'm buying and selling my properties, I always wanted somebody licensed. And then I, I finally went and got my own license. And when it came time, uh, you know, to actually get into the business of the real estate business, right? That was, I'd never been in that side. I knew what I wanted, two o'clock in the morning or whatever. I got all my stuff set into the MLS. It's spitting me the leads. Here's mm -hmm. here's the piece of land you want. I was never trying to sell anybody anything. I was always trying to, buy, I was always a buyer, right? Mm -hmm. And and so then when I realized I, I got to get good at this real estate game part, I didn't, I didn't go to my mom as a broker. I went to the local Caldwell Banker because I wanted a program where I wasn't getting trained by my mom, mm -hmm. right? I, and I know it sounds funny, but I think you can kind of relate because I, I wanted the help. I knew that I was going to need a formalized program to teach this old dog some new tricks right. about how to really be a realtor, 
Because mm -hmm. I, I, I understood my market, I understood the valley, but how do you become a realtor? Mm -hmm. How do you take, how do you generate that lead? How do you cultivate that lead? How do you massage that lead? How do you not say, what the heck are you doing? Mm -hmm. You know, this is exactly the house you described to me, except it's blue instead of green like you wanted. <laughs> Why aren't we buying this? You know, it was all those things that I needed to unlearn and learn that I didn't have, I didn't want to go to my mom for that. So I came to a, a place that I thought had that program, mm -hmm. right? But like you said, it, it didn't, it had the framework of that, you know? It had the water cooler. I don't remember us getting donuts, you know? <laughs> but but what is it about what you do in your mastermind program that 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 is that is going to get someone to that place where they can really honestly tap in and thrive on what's going on in there? Well, you know, I think that the most important thing with any mastermind group is the, is the exposure, the exposure that you're going to have to people that are doing a lot better than you, that have a higher average selling price than you, that are selling more units than you. So exposure is really the, the name of the game with a mastermind group. And that's what we're providing. We're providing exposure to people. Not only do we have people in the group, I'm working with agents all over the country, and not only do we have exposure to people that you know are making a million, two million dollars a year, but we're working with people that are brand new in the business, with people that are selling over a hundred units a day. Excuse me, a year, um, <laughs> hundred units a day. That would be something. Wow. Um, but yeah. it's really just the exposure. I think that the best thing that we offer, and in addition to that, I'm interviewing uh, top listing agents because my focus with our mastermind and coaching group is to work with listings, get more listings, uh, increase your average sales price. So what we also do too, Shannon, is we I interview. Like we're having a, a guest interview uh, coming up on my next call next Monday. I get people that are super motivated, that are doing really well and really get into the nitty gritty on how are they running their business? How are they marketing? What are they doing? One of the people I interviewed was Gary Gold, who uh, had one of the most expensive in Beverly Hills, the most expensive houses on the market uh, in the country. Uh, and he ended up selling it for $150 million, which was the old uh, mansion in, from the Beverly Hillbillies, if you remember that. Oh, wow. Time. Yeah. <laughs> But, you yeah. know, listening to somebody who's selling a $150 million house and finding out exactly, you know, what are they doing? How are they marketing? How do they talk to people? What are they saying in their listing presentations? That stuff is powerful. Yeah. And that really motivates you, like I said, incent incentivizes you and really gives you new ideas on how you should be running your real estate game. There is nothing better than that. Yeah. So so when you're talking with those kind of people and you're, and you're showing real estate agents i mean look this guy puts his pants on the same way we do whether you're selling trying to get your first listing or you've got a 150 million dollar listing right i mean right. I, I i'm assuming it wasn't a three percent commission but yowzer <laughs> it doesn't matter what it was it was good right i think the marketing budget on that was probably bigger than my biggest commission right yeah, there but, you go probably <laughs> <laughs> but you know, when you, yeah, when you've got Spike Lee making the video for your, uh, for your walkthrough, you know, <laughs> uh, but you know, what is it that, what is it that your, your, your biggest challenge that you're seeing consistently in your, uh, people, because I hear a lot of people that are, that are dealing with people, like you said, that are making a million and a half, $2 million a year, but they're still in a coaching program. And, mm -hmm. Before before we we address this, I, I'm I know that a coaching program is for everybody. I know that at every level of the game, somebody outside looking in is going to be more able to assess your issues 
mm-hmm. and then you are because a lot of time we're blind to our blind spots right but mm-hmm. but what is it that that you you can consistently see if you could break it into you know one or two things that most of your students have as far as what they're looking for and what they're getting out of this coaching program. Number one, I've, like I said, I've been selling real estate since forever and I still have a coach right now. And I think you're right. I think it's important that we all need coaches in all areas of my life. You know, I've got the most amazing uh, financial advisor. I've got a great uh, workout coach, you know, a, a spiritual coach. We all need in all areas of life coach. And I think that one of the things that you bring, you actually said, and the operative word there is consistently, that's the biggest problem. That is the biggest problem that I deal with, with uh, listing agents. And listen, I have, you know, I have real estate agents. I just talked to a woman yesterday who's one of my coaching clients and she is absolutely petrified to take her business to the next level. She's making over a million dollars a year. She is absolutely killing it in her marketplace. And we're trying to get her to do some marketing and we're trying to get her to do something that's out of her comfort zone. She's absolutely petrified. It's the consistency that she's lacking. It's the consistency that is what's going to get you into you know, the stratosphere. You know, your routine, your routine, I don't care if you're a real estate agent, a construction worker, or, you know, whatever you are, your routine is going to be the judge of your success. That is what is going to get you to a successful place. And some people just have a real difficult time doing things consistently. And I, I so I spent a lot of time talking to um, real estate listing agents and trying to develop routines for them that are going to get them to achieve their goals. Consistency is everything in this business. You know, and it's funny because as creatures of habit, right, we get to the, and and I think you see this with your coaching uh, clients because you get to this place where, okay, so you apply all this effort and all this stuff and the rock moves a little bit. And you, and, you, and you see some results and you push harder and you really struggle and you really go and you're getting the systems down and you're about ready to write an SOP and this, start, this rock starts taking off rolling down the road and you spend the next nine months chasing the rock down the road and picking up all the things and, and getting all the listings and you forgot about the SOP and then you can't figure out why the rock stopped rolling. Yeah, there you right? go. There you go. And that's, and you know what? You just hit the nail on the head, Shannon. That is what real, how we real estate agents operate. They fill the pipeline. <laughs> They sell the houses and they don't do anything consistently. And then they wonder, they wake up one day and they why, why is there nothing in my pipeline? Well, because you what haven't done anything for the last night. Is they go to happy hour with the, with the title agents. That's what they do consistently, right? Because the title agent knows how to continue to fill its pipeline. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, you're absolutely right. Those were the days, Shannon, when I could drink. I don't drink anymore. But yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, Chris. Uh, I my day was uh january 10th four four years ago so congratulations you know it's one of those decisions that i knew i needed to make for me i'm glad i did and it's one of those things that when you're done doing something it's time to move on right (laughs) exactly exactly yeah so i think you know you know doing a routine i was like i have a really strict morning routine and i know what i'm going to be doing for that morning and my schedule for every single day is charted out and i'm usually really good about 80 percent of my day excuse me, 80% of my morning, I'm on point, I'm on schedule. Uh, it's the afternoon and the rest of the day that goes to hell in a handbasket. But you know, the mornings are key. Mornings are super key. And it's really important that entrepreneurs, I don't care. And this is one of the things that I've established. And I love talking about this. You talk about like a brain hack or, um, you know, just a marketing tip from a listing agent or any entrepreneur is you should have some kind of minimum standard. 
And this is one of the things I push with my uh, coaching clients. If you want to do a particular type of marketing, whether it's calling your SOI or doing expired listings or working with probates, develop a minimum standard that you're going to do every single day, five days a week, Monday through Friday, that with regard to your SOI. And that minimum standard has to be so, so simple and so easy to do. Like I have coaching clients right now that are making a ton of money right now. And their minimum standard is to call three people every morning. That's right. it. That's right. your minimum standard. And it's a minimum standard that, you know, I ask them to create a minimum standard that you are going to do this every single day. I don't care if your wife leaves you, your house blows up, your dog dies, you're going to make, you're going to call these three people. Not the dog, Chris. <laughs> and you know what? The cool thing about it is, Shannon, is, is that when you develop minimum standards in all these areas, um, you develop confidence. You start to become more confident. You start to become more comfortable doing it. And guess what? It becomes, to use your word, it becomes a habit after three weeks. And then you start wanting to do more of it. So, you know, minimum standards to me is just one of the easiest, simplest ways to uh, really start any kind of marketing to fill your pipeline. You know, and the funny thing is, too, Chris, to, to that point, when you when you are consistent with that minimum standard, yes, pretty soon you realize that nothing was insurmountable. This this whole massive thing that you that you yes. built up in your mind. You know, I, I mean, I have a Ph.D. in procrastination. Right. <laughs> I do, because in my mind, I get beat up in my mind. I hear about the fact that I got to make a 100 phone calls. I got to make three after I make three. I'll probably make three more because I'm on yes. a roll or I had a really great call or whatever. And I'm going to continue to do that. And I'm going to continue to reach into my network, you know, and and it's funny how that positive endorphin that you're getting from from something simple and knowing that you completed it and knowing that your morning routine is going exactly. well, it, 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 it makes it doable. And, and now you're back to what this was all about anyway, which was pursuing your passion, right? right? Right. And when you're doing that pursuit of passion, it all becomes fun and it all becomes less workish. Mm -hmm. And you've, you've set up something so simple. I think that's such a huge point that people look at because they go, Oh, well, Chris, you want me to do all these massive things and I got to you know, I got to have a $100,000 marketing budget and all this. No, you just got to be consistent, right? Yes. Touche. And then the brain hack, the brain hack is you you getting out of the way of yourself, right? Right. Exactly. It's, it's prove the lie that you've been telling yourself for 25 years is really a lie. Yeah, absolutely. I think there was an old I just uh, heard an old Eagles song that was called uh, Already Done. I think that's the name of it, Already Done. And one of the lines in that song is, I did something along the lines like, I didn't realize I was wrapped up in chains and I didn't realize that I had the key to right. unlock myself. Yeah. And that's, you're absolutely right. P getting people out of their own way is half the battle. It's more than half the battle when I'm on a coaching call, I swear to God. And, and this is why you, know, you, you have clients that are making a million bucks a year that still have a coach because they've realized mm -hmm. That you will always, it doesn't matter how good you get at identifying what's wrong with you, you're always going to have that level of self-protection. You know, we, we've seen it in every uh, artificial intelligence movie from Terminator on about how you, AI will protect itself, right? We're the same right. way. We are the supreme intelligence here, and we will protect ourselves from the truth or what we perceive to be the truth about ourselves. And right. so we're sitting here telling ourselves, no, no, three phone calls, man, that's a lot. There's yeah. nobody you're coaching that says three phone calls is, is a lot, right? That's correct. That's I correct. mean, 
I would have to be calling the same three people, you know, my same circle of influence several times, you know, but, right, right. but hey, Shannon, I know it's Monday. Yeah, I'm up for the call. I'm, you know, yeah. but it's that it's that simplicity of, of, of getting to the place where you're not believing your blind spots and you've got somebody that's being honest and truthful with you that now your true intelligence is saying, hey, let's let's get on that call with Chris because he's going to tell us because what he said last week worked like a charm. The reality is. You told us what we already knew. We just weren't willing to believe on our own, right? Exactly. I mean, I don't want to give away the secrets to coaching, but isn't and and that's so true, right? Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. I think that you know, people people just want to be heard. People want to be helped, and they want to hear that they're great and they can do great stuff. I mean, I was talking to a guy uh, last week who's doing really well. His average sales price is about a million and a half dollars. I showed him this one marketing technique that would enable him to get like 10 to 15 more deals, more deals each year by doing this one marketing technique. And he told me, and he's making a ton of money. And he told me, he says, he says, I don't know. I just have real confidence issues. I just don't, I don't feel like I can really make these calls to do this. And I, and I told him, I says, guess what? You're not that special. <laughs> you know what? We all have these confidence issues. We all don't like to do certain things that we don't want to do. But yeah, going back to what we said earlier is one of the things that I love doing is creating uh, strategies and scenarios for my coaching clients that enable them to circumvent the amygdala, the back of your brain, that's your fight or flight response. And you hit it on the head when you said something along, you said about doing things so that they're so easy. And that's part of the minimum standard, but taking small little baby steps towards doing things another brain hack which enables you to circumvent that amygdala so you're not freaking out by making a hundred calls like you said and just doing small little baby steps you know the road of a thousand miles begins with the first step and that's what it's really all about so i want to ask you a question because you hit on something that that i struggle with right it's confidence right i mean and, and and everybody around you looks at you like you got a third eye right in the middle of your head when you say i have a confidence issue but but how many, Chris, how many of your clients percentage-wise would you say have a confidence issue? Uh, 100%. Okay. So, guys, if you didn't hear anything Chris said, pick up on that. You're not special. You're not special. In the confidence department. We all struggle with that, right? Mm-hmm. Now, now you are special, uh, but that's a different story, and you should put your helmet on before you hurt yourself. But, uh, you know, <laughs> we're talking about confidence, right? We're talking about the fact that even at the highest point of your game, there's always times when you second guess yourself. You know, I find that I know when I'm having a confidence issue because I I, I wake up in the middle of the night thinking through scenarios, right? Mm-hmm. And I, if I'm if I'm at peace with myself, if I know that I'm I'm not having a confidence issue, I know that I make decisions and I know that they're not always correct. Right. But when I find myself waking up in the middle of the night, going through scenarios and staying awake in the middle of the night. I know that it's not the scenario. Mm-hmm. It's my confidence, right? right. And, and when I can then go back and go, okay, wait, hold on. Let's back up. Let's identify this confidence issue. Let's nail this down. Mm-hmm. Then I'm able to get myself back on track with the confidence. That doesn't mean I'm perfect. It just means that I believe that I'm doing absolutely the best I can with what I have to, to, to accomplish the task in front of me. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And the best way to get the confidence that you need is, again, take baby steps towards that goal. Don't bite off the whole enchilada. You know, just take small little baby steps. And, you know, once you see yourself working towards that goal, you're going to become more comfortable and confident. Right. 
So, so Chris, we've identified that one of the easiest things to do is contact your circle of influence, set those minimum standards, make that consistent, get into the habit of daily habits. Mm -hmm. What's another little nugget here that you can give us that would be like, like step two of what you should do? We already knew that step zero was get a coach. Step one was make baby steps and contact your circle of influence. What's the next step? Just to some something simple that, that people can do that will revolutionize their 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 thinking with this brain hack or this this ease of actually getting something done. What would that be? Well, I th I think that the one thing that most entrepreneurs don't really realize sometimes is uh, taking care of themselves, taking care of their physical and mental states. As an entrepreneur, if you're not doing that, then you as a real estate agent you're not going to get stuff done. And that's why, you know, going back to my morning routine, my morning routine, I start off my whole morning to set myself up for success for the rest of the day in terms of doing meditation, working out, eating a healthy breakfast, doing affirmations, writing out my goals. These are all things that really put me in the right frame of mind. You know, Anthony Robbins, I love saying that, you know, he says 80% of success is all mindset. 20% yep. is just strategy. And right. so one of the things I try to work into is what are the brain hacks? What are the things that we can do, you know, using affirmations, meditating or praying or pray, whatever you're into, uh, you know, really concentrate on your health. You know, sometimes I'm talking to people and they say they're not motivated to do, you know, X, Y, Z. And then I ask, well, okay, what'd you do last night? Well, I went to McDonald's and I had like six beers. Great. <laughs> You know, fast food and drinking book yeah. beer really going to yeah. put you in that right yeah. frame of mind the yeah. next morning. 6,000 so, carbs in a nap. There you go. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, working on your mindset, I think it's really vitally important. Here's my take on this. Not that you asked, but I'm going to tell you anyways. No, actually, I did ask. <laughs> this is my take on it. Your job as a human is to try to find what is the – what, how can you get into a state of joy? I don't believe in happiness. I think that's BS. Get yourself into a state of joy because from a state of joy, you can do anything. And how do you get into that state of joy? Is figuring out what your passion is, what, how can you take the best care of yourself, and just figure out what really brings you and gets you into that state of joy. I'm sure you feel it doing these shows and helping people. I, when I'm on a phone call with a coaching client and I hear them go, aha, or they say that, oh, my God, this really changed my life doing this. You know, Shannon, I can live off of that stuff for days. Yeah. You know, it's just it gives me the greatest sense of joy. So it's really important to really take care of yourself, your mind, your body, because, you know, in the old days, Shannon, I used to drink. God, I could have five Manhattan, sleep for four hours and go right back to work when I was in my 20s and 30s. And now I have one glass of wine and I'm out. Right. And uh, so that's why I just can't drink anymore. But the key is, is you really got to concentrate on this kind of stuff because, you know, if you're going out and having really crazy physical and mental behaviors and you expect the next day that you're going to just be on fire, it's not happening. Yeah. You know, and it's funny, too. I, I got to check my phone to see if it's bugged because I was I was literally having this argument with a friend of mine today on the way back from the gym because I'd gotten out of the habit. Right. I, I was letting my my morning get away from me. I was I was coming in half a cup of coffee down. I'm sitting down in front of the computer. I'm doing my thing. And the next thing I know, my day is three quarters over yeah. and I, I haven't been to the gym. I haven't taken care of myself. And it's not an argument about how good I feel coming out of the gym. 
right? Yep. There's there's nothing better for me that mm -hmm. sets my day on fire than mm -hmm. coming out of the gym uh, and, and ready to tackle. But when exactly. I come to the place where I come in here and I and I get in front of my computer and it and it totally pulls me in nine different directions. Mm -hmm. And the next thing you know, I'm behind because I didn't even start with a shower and all this stuff. And then you're sitting here going, what happened? Now I don't have my workout in. Now I'm wondering why I'm sluggish in the afternoon. And it just snowballs from there. You do that three days in a row and you're sitting here in a puddle going, I'm falling apart. Right. <laughs> and and so I'm I'm literally having this argument. With him, and and it's it's no, you don't understand. I just need to get back to my routine. Well, maybe you need to try this, or maybe you should try some pre workout, or maybe no, no, no. I just have to go to my routine where I do what I know is good for me, where I take care of my physical body, where I take exactly. care of my mental space, where I get to the place that that I'm there. And this is the best part, right, Chris, about being a coach. None of us are smart enough to remember that forever. Right. Exactly. We're always going to be coming back to you going, what'd you say about that? Right. No. Exactly. exactly. Six months later, I guarantee you, Chris, six months later, I'm going to have this same argument with a different human. You know, okay. no, no. I, I know what I'm supposed to do. I, right. my, I don't even need a coach for that. But we need a coach because it reminds us it continues to put us on point. It continues to look at the blind spot that we don't see or. Yes. And and the whole design, right, is, is to catch us before we spit out, mm -hmm. before we totally lose momentum and and get completely broke and have to take a job down at the Denny's uh, to pay the bills because we forgot to follow through with the three people on our uh, circle of influence every day. And here we are starting over, right? Exactly. And I think that, you know, and to, that's a really good point because I, I think another thing a coach does is just basically calls BS on some of their behavior, you know. <laughs> Because one of the things that I had a mentor once say, which I, I'll never forget till my dying day, he says, when you start to believe your own bullshit, you're dead. Yep. And, and I love that because sometimes you need someone to just to call you out and say, you know what, you're, this is crazy what you're doing. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Do you really believe what you're shoveling? Exactly. You know, and because because the thing is, you know, we 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 will lie to ourselves, right? With the best of intentions, yes. you know. I mean, listen, it's not that bad. Listen, we'll get to it tomorrow. Hey, it's only one workout. Hey, yeah. it's only one cupcake. You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then and then my kids are wandering in the room and I got six cupcake wrappers <laughs> around me and there's nothing left for them. And they're, you know, whatever. There <laughs> but, you go. There you go. But yeah, I know it's it's really important. And the other point you made too, which I totally agree with, is, is that if you're not all those things we talked to uh, talked about at the beginning of the of the show is that the mastery and developing confidence and wanting to do more. You're not going to do any of that if your brain and your body's not in the game. Yeah. And so you have a routine that you've taught yourself that you follow through with that yes. keeps you on that straight and narrow so that, you know, two days, I haven't had my meditation this morning. Mm -hmm. I know what's going to happen next. I haven't had a healthy breakfast, mm -hmm. right? I haven't done the things that I'm going to do. And the whole reason for the routine is to make the uh, unproductive feel unusual, right? Mm -hmm. to, to make the stagnation apparent because I'm not going to the gym. Right. I, I feel it. And, and the first day you don't go to the gym, you don't feel it. Second day you don't go to the gym, eh, it's not so bad, right? It's just a, <laughs> it's a weekend on a Wednesday, right? 
But by the fifth and sixth and seventh day, it's so apparent in my life, I'm cranky in the afternoon. I, you know, I'm lethargic and, and it's just, it comes at my, my mental space. I don't, I can't tell you how clear my mind is, but without those routines, I forget yes. what I was, so, I, I forget how, how great it makes me feel. And, and that's the weirdest thing in the world because it was only three days ago that I was saying, man, this, you know, working out is awesome for me. It clears my head. And four right. days later, I'm like, yeah, pass the cupcakes, you know? Uh, <laughs> exactly. Well, and the other benefit of having a really strong routine in anything that you're doing is it requires less energy. You don't have to think about what should you be doing right now. You know, Amen. it's the reason I, you know, I frequently just wear black t-shirts, you know, like Steve Jobs. It's like, right. I don't have to think about, okay, what color shirt am I going to wear today? Right. You know, to the extent right. that you can forget about uh, making a lot of stupid little decisions, you can save your energy and your creativity for the big stuff. Right. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's so true. Um, so Chris, remind me, tell me, tell me a little bit more about your book. I didn't see that in your bio here where you had a book. You mentioned it briefly. Give us a synopsis of that book. Well, the book is called Massive Abundance, How to Create Passion, Purpose, and Prosperity in Your Life. And essentially, it's seven steps that people have to go through to become successful, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, <laughs> seven steps that people have to go through to become successful in any area of their life. Um, and one of the things that I love about it is it's sort of a progressive kind of step, starting with, you know, establishing your goals, ending with uh, giving back. To me, it's like a big circle, making yourself so strong in all your areas that, and this is why I think you get it because you're doing this great work with your show and what I do with my coaching clients. To me, giving back is really what it's all about is to help other people and to Amen. make other people stronger. Absolutely. So that's basically what the book is all about. And one of the things I was going to mention too, um, if people go to my website, which is theagentunleashed.com, if your listeners go there and ask for the book, I'll send it to them for free. Wow. Look at that, guys. So theagentunleashed.com, go there, check it out. Uh, but but beyond that, how can people get engaged with your coaching program? Is that all through theagentunleashed.com? All through theagentunleashed.com. And I okay. answer all my own emails and phone calls. And yeah, absolutely. Just hit me up there. Love talking to you. Awesome. Yeah. No, uh, we could we could do this for quite some time, Chris. I, I really see the value. And you know, guys, here's the thing that I, I want to say about Chris is not only is he giving up his time, but like he said, there's there's not there's nothing special about the guy it's the consistency of the guy showing up and giving this knowledge out consistently okay. and that's what's amazing right mm -hmm. the fact that that he is continuing to show up for his clients his his whether they're his coaching clients or his real estate clients he's continuing to show up and he's continuing to deliver the value that's necessary so guys go to theagentunleashed.com support chris and his business get a free book uh, and and learn from this guy because I got to tell you, man, there's there's so many nuggets of, of truth in what what he and I were just discussing in this that that we could go on for a long time. But the reality is, guys, we all know we need to be more accountable to who we want to be, right? To our future yeah. self, because that. that's the reality. If you're not taking care of today's self, you're never going to be the best future self you could be, right? Touche. So. Touché. We've all seen the movie Back to the Future. We know our future self is coming. <laughs> so how have your coaching clients done during COVID? 
You know, surprisingly well. Uh, it's really interesting. There you go. When I when I first heard about this pandemic at the beginning of last year, and I thought, oh, that's it, my business is is going to die. My business last year, and which is pretty indicative of all the coaching clients that I have, has probably it was probably the last, best year I've ever had in 25 years. And so my coaching clients are really just killing it this year. I'm going to say it again. If there's nothing else you got from the show, it's the fact that those habits and those, and, and, and those formations of the things that need to be done, the consistency will work when a pandemic won't. It will work when our government won't. It will work when the PPP, which is not the one in his book, doesn't show up, right? And that's, guys, that's what you need to look at. If you've got a consistent goal and you've got a consistent schedule and a consistent program, you will be successful in any market because you're continuing to do the things that worked when it was good. You continue to do the things that worked when it was bad. You may do less, you may do more, but you're continuing the things in. And if it works, it works. So guys, give it up for Chris. Thank you, Chris Stafford, for being on the, the Real Estate Rundown. Guys, uh, if you would take some time to find us on Twitter, uh, find us on Facebook. Join us there. If you enjoyed the episode, Winning in Real Estate, The Mental Game, please share it with your friends by using the social media buttons you see at the bottom of this post. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes to get the next episode sent straight to you. But enjoy this, Winning in Real Estate, The Mental Game. And finally, please take a minute to leave us an honest review and rating on iTunes. They help us and we love them all. Thanks, guys. I appreciate your time for joining us here on the Real Estate Rundown.